The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they do. And like we said yesterday, they're very expensive sound effects. We spare no pennies. Actually, we actually spare no pennies to bring you the sound effects. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. It looks like there's war going on all over the world. Everybody better be ready and keep your eyes in the skies because we know our Redeemer lives and he's coming soon. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Perhaps we should do that less and be a little bit more active in the faith. Humor that will force force you to ask, why does this guy have a radio show? And I can only hopefully answer that in, what's today, the 22nd? 22nd? In five days. We're a little short, so I'm not going to say mayday, mayday till tomorrow, but a little giving would go a long way. Also, Bible trivia for fake and it's somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. What else do you need to know? (laughs) Is there anything else you need to know? Then we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care too much. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Well, what's that like? It's kind of like when you wake up in the morning and your dogs wake you up so you haven't really had your full sleep yet. And then you open up your computer and you look at some of the paperwork that you did. Maybe spending, I don't know, 40, 45, 50 hours on it and then recognizing that somebody did something and all the paperwork has not been set up correctly and your entire mind goes boing, boing. And your wife has to tell you, calm down, the Lord is in control. That kind of thing, living life as a Christian, that process. Hey, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have something you want to share, something you want to talk about, if you're just trying to get some understanding, get some joint faith together to pray for your prayer request, or have a praise report that you want to share with your brothers and sisters, reach out to us and call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that fantastic phone call of 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. 
so nice when you're talking to Captain Chris. It's just like, you know, it's just like a, a choir singing, you know? Even if they're singing Kumbaya. It's just a really nice choir. And then you will be... You can also text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can't call that number, but you can text this number, 214-210-8483. Or you can email david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you to the website, tell you a couple things up ahead of time. Number one, if you've got a praise report, that's a good place to put it. It gives us a good record of the praise report. We keep that. Nobody else gets that. And if you don't want anybody to have that shared, we keep it confidential. So no problems there. We also have our app, Spoonanity, is on the website. It's free for Android. We're still working out the other stuff for Apple, we just don't have the funds to do it, but we're working on it. We're, we have not forgotten. They have not forgotten us. I get an email all the time going, have you forgotten? Like, no, 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 no. And then uh, finally, on the website, it's an opportunity to give, and we want you to take advantage of that because we need to raise a little bit more funds. It's not a, like a mayday. Mayday, mayday, mayday. It's not like that, but we need to have a little more funds. Do your best if you can. We ask you to check it all out at hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org <laughs> I like that one. That one's good. You know, you've got some that are just fantastic. But I'm just telling you right now, because you got to put them together. I'm just, I'm just telling you. All right, a couple of things to tell you, then we're going to get rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, there are a couple of updates I want to give you real quickly. Please be in prayer for my daughter, her husband, my son-in-law, and uh, their family. It's not Things are going fine. They're just tired. She sent me a text saying, we haven't had a lot of sleep in, in a while. And so we're all kind of tired and exhausted. I think as a young family, most people can understand those type of times. And then if you have a special needs child, it's just magnified that much more. So just keep them in prayer. Also, keep in prayer, Don, who owns the station, Jennifer, who runs the station, and Chris, who runs the show. These are people that are important to any benefit you get from the radio ministry at all. These are people that are connected to that. So pray for them. Just keep them up before the Lord in prayer. It's not like a big, you don't have to sit there and go, Oh, Lord, I want to pray for Captain Chris so that he will become a commander. No, you don't have to pray that. Keep it simple, right? Is that fair? Okay. Did you want? I, mean, I support that prayer. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't blame you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, nothing else I really want to cover as of this moment. I do want to get into the text. We got some uh, interesting material to cover. We are in the Sermon on the Mount. We are in the Matthew section of the Sermon on the Mount. We just talked last week about verse 38, chapter 5, verse 38, talking about an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. If anyone slapped you on the right hand, you know, turn the other hand over. We explained to you that that word uh, has to do with, you know, instead of being somebody who's revengeful, the whole process is not to be a retaliatory type of person. So Jesus takes us to the next level, and he says this in verse 40. As for the one who wants to sue you and take away your shirt, let him have your coat as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Now, most people hear that and they go, now, just a minute, Dave. 
This is what they, just a minute, I'm an American. Well, congratulations. If you believe in Jesus, you too can go to heaven. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is Jesus is telling people that if you have something that happens to you, that's not the time to call Fox News and CNN. Though I know you want to, that's really not a good idea. The principle is to not react to people with the same spirit that they're reacting to you in. And I know in your brain you're thinking, but they wronged me. Yes. And they wronged Jesus. And in that wronging, the Father set up a redemptive process that enabled every one of us to get saved. Who knows what your Christ-like spirit will develop in another person instead of just being retaliatory. The next part of the verse says this, if anyone forces you to go to one mile, go with them too. And you're thinking, come on, Dave. And the whole premise here is for you and I to go beyond. And I know it's like you're thinking, no. Jesus wants you and I to go beyond what people would even ask of us, that we would be so giving of ourselves. Let's see what that passage is. Let me, let me back it up a second thing. For God so loved the world that he withheld his one and only— Oh, no. For God so loved the world that he partially shared— No, no, no. For God so loved the world that he had Jesus go pretty far in the process. No, no, no. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. It's not a partial. It's full. It's all of it. And the big part about that that you got to really catch, this is super, 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 duper, duper important, is that when you're looking at a situation and somebody's asking you to do something and you go the extra mile, you know, you probably will hardly even get thanked. If you get a pizza out of it, you'd be lucky. And that's all I'm saying. But that's not why you do it. That's not why I should do it. I shouldn't put the extra study in because people will think that's brilliant. No, I should do it in honor of my king because he's watching me. That's the thing that escapes us in all of the Sermon on the Mount. If everything you did, I'm just no, now I'm not telling you, I'm not going down the name it and claim it line or anything like that. Don't get weird on me. But if Jesus was sitting in the room every time you were having one of these engagements, how different would that be? <laughs> You'd be like going, you know, I, I, sure I'll help. I'll be glad to help. What, you're moving? I'll be there at 7, <laughs> right? If Jesus is in the room, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, guess what? He is in the room. And when we're asked to do things, we're supposed to be Christ-like. And that means we don't react with the same spirit that the people are attacking us with. And we don't have to be coerced to do something for somebody but instead we do it because we know that in this situation, God is watching everything, including our hearts and minds and how we respond. And for that reason alone, we do everything we do as unto the Lord.
it's just tough to argue with, isn't it? It's just like, okie dokie. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a short break. Then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then, the show starts. And you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience. Only for the brave of heart and the bored. The David Spoon Experience. This is really, really important. Who do people say that Christ is? Now listen to this. Some people think he's kind of like a John the Baptist-y guy. Who's just a wild guy who goes out there and, you know, uh, dressed up weird and has weird things to say. This is what the world thinks. Some people think, and in the other passage, he's like Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the great prophets. And it doesn't matter what any of those people think. It doesn't matter what – it matters what you think. And that's the ultimate answer. It's like, what do you think? Who do you say I am? And that's the answer you have to have. And so he says, you are the Christ, Jesus. And then Jesus' response is, blessed are you because you know this. And we're all looking for blessings from, you know, Cracker Jack boxes and lotto tickets and winning free pizzas and the whole thing. And it's like, dude, you're blessed just because you know who Jesus is. Matthew 16, 17 says this. Jesus answered, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Here's what I want you to get. This is why this is a cool little teaching. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Do you believe that he is the Son of the living God, that he is the Christ himself? Do you believe he is the Messiah? If you believe that, humanity did not teach you that. You did not capture that or catch that it was revealed to you same word for revealed is to pull the layer back so it could be seen or understood it's kind of like opened up or it's a revealing process is really what it is and the revealer is god almighty for you to believe that jesus is the christ means that god the king of the universe in your personal life pulled back the covers in your mind and said, look. And you went, wow. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, as we get ready to do our first trivia question. Sometimes we have hard, a hard time with these fill-in-the-blankers, but you got to be able to do them because there's so many trivia questions. I can't just ignore them all. Fill in the missing words. This is in reference to Moses. 
and God and the burning bush. Fill in the missing words. I am the God of your father, the God of blank, the God of blank, and the God of blank. There you go. There you go. There you go. If you think you know the answer, you just call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Perfect spelling, not required. You can also send an email, David, at he must org. That's another way to do that as well. We'll give you a chance to get that going. While that's taking place, we'll do our DNA. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I just, uh, my favorite line out of all these things that we come up with is every day that ends in Y. I mean, that's my favorite one. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever, 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 ever be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready to serve, which means that you are ready, you are prepared, your mind is geared towards spiritual heavenly first, and also towards other people who are in your, somewhat of a, your universe, but in your realm, in your existence, okay? That's putting yourself in the place to be used by the Lord, attentive to the Lord, aware of other people. That's what your DNA is. Okay, we have somebody that's ready to answer their trivia question, so I'm leaning over. This is David, who am I talking to? Well, hi, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. Are you doing all right today? I am. I'm. I'm nervous. I'll tell you why I'm nervous, but it's not a big deal. I'm. So we got through the leg process. I went to the gym like once or twice, and then we got. Then I got COVID. Then I had the eye infection. Then I had a little bit of a back problem. I'm going back to the gym today, and I'm just hoping that I don't end up there and hear something like woo woo woo, get a siren for that guy, you know, kind of thing. So I'm just hoping to have <laughs> yeah. just 20 minutes well, of living alone. I hope things go better. <laughs> me too. I'm with you. So keep me in prayer. If I'm not here tomorrow. <laughs> probably just imagine me on a stretcher somewhere uh but anyway i i am overall though i'm doing much much better in in all things so i'm really really thankful to the lord all right well that's great i'm glad here we go burning bush fill in the missing three words i am the god of your father the god of blank the god of blank and the god of blank um abraham isaac and jacob correct amundo And I always found that to be interesting, especially when you're like when you grow up like I did in the Jewish faith. And it's like, well, he could have just said, I'm the God of Abraham. I mean, that would have been pretty strong. So not like the rest of it wouldn't have been strong. Isaac was like eh, kind of up and down. But then uh, Jacob, you know, with the 12 <laughs> kids, you get it. So the connection ultimately is from the promise to Abraham to the 12 tribes of Israel. And it's like, wow, that's kind of a cool way to understand that God was saying, I got this covered from start from A to Z. So that's the way oh, it is. No doubt. Yep. Excellent job. I appreciate it very much. Good, good work. All right. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. God bless. Bye. All right. See, we just, you know, got our thing going. We're having our We're having some fun. Okay. For those that don't, that's from Steve Martin. Many of those lines you don't know. 
Action from Steve Martin. The 1978 album. We'll just leave that alone for right now. Uh, let's go back to the test. Is there anything else I need to do? I don't think there's anything else. Da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, let's go back to this text. This is the <laughs> If you think it gets hard, this is where it gets hard. When you get in the Sermon on the Mount, the great thing about the Sermon on the Mount is you know that even though Jesus is telling us to raise the game, and he is telling us to raise it, to raise it to a completely different level and to eliminate the hypocrisy. I mean, that's the biggest part. Uh, that, that really comes through the Sermon on the Mount, and then it ultimately comes down to this dependence on the Lord because some of these things are quite difficult to do. Let's pick it back up at verse uh, 42 in Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verse 42, Give to the one who asks, and don't turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. And it's like right there, you're like, like Really? <laughs> Like, really? What if I'm not getting it back? See, therein is the key. Jesus isn't saying, oh, you'll get it back from that person. He doesn't say that. It's just that the Lord takes an account and will make sure that you are not forgotten in the process. All of these things you're looking at, you're like going... That's right. But that's why you have to live your life as though Jesus is in the room. I'll just say it really, really, really simply. Jesus is in the room with you. You're in the kitchen. He's sitting at the kitchen table with you. A friend comes by, knocks on the door, sits down. A friend you wouldn't give 50 bucks to in a bazillion years. He sits down right next to Jesus, and he goes, can I borrow 50 bucks? Does your attitude change? (laughs) Don't lie about it. It's like Jesus is right next to you. Like, yes. Here's 50. You want 60? Okay. Uh, Look at verse 43, though, because this is where it gets tough. It's not even tough yet. This is just the easy part. You're going through the divorce and the lusting and the retribution. None of that's hard. This is hard. Verse 43, you've heard that it was said, love your enemy and love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Sorry about that. So you've heard that it was said it was love your neighbor. And the love your neighbor reference is really going to be more like Leviticus 19.18 uh, is a love your neighbor kind of reference. And hate your enemy, which really has no reference because it doesn't actually say it that way directly in the Old Testament. Look what Jesus says. But I tell you. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't, this is what you've heard. Okay? And one of them is really attached to Scripture. And, and this is the other part of what you heard. Yeah, I don't care. This is what I want you to do. <laughs> It's like he takes authority over the law and over the Talmud, which is the interpretation of the law. He takes authority over all that stuff and goes, okay, that's fine. This is what it was written, and this is what these people said, but this is what I want you to do. Okay, what is it you want me to do? And Jesus says, love your enemies. Okay, what? What? I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. They're persecuting me. Pray for those who persecute you, and so that you may be, listen to this, children of your Father in heaven. So once again, I'm just going to say it again as nice as I can, Jesus is like going, this is about you and me. This is about everybody in the kingdom acting like genuine children of God, even when nobody else is looking God is still looking. That's what he's calling for. And then he does this. And I I I don't do this perfect, so I but I know it. I know what he's talking about. I mean, I know that process. He's actually asking us to radically think different than the world or the flesh. But if we do that, in the end game, we're going to win just like we've talked about. But one of the things is how do you love your enemies? In other words, how do I love them? <laughs> 
I don't. Well, not only do I not want to love them, but am, am I supposed to do that? I'm not just going to go over and give them a bouquet of flowers. I mean, that ain't going to happen. What am I supposed to do? And Jesus tells you what to do. I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Oh, no, stop, stop, stop. What do you mean pray for them? It's not that we don't think about our enemies per se or people that are really a pain in the tush. Let's just say that and leave it there. But we certainly aren't praying for them. <laughs> We're praying that God will swallow them whole and send them to Pluto. That's what you can't do. You can't do that. You got to pray for them on their behalf in regards to them as though you were praying for yourself. That's how you love them. You think, Dave, I, I don't know if I can. Me either. That's why I come before the Lord on a day-by-day -day basis and say, if you don't give me the strength to do it, I will never accomplish this. It'll never happen. I can tell you right now, if you don't have the Holy Spirit operating in your life, <laughs> nah, that's not happen. It ain't going to happen. You need the power of God working inside of you to go, I pray for that person, that that person would be blessed, and then you can actually rejoice when that prayer is answered and God does something in their life that brings the kingdom of God into their lives. It's overcoming evil by doing good. That's what it is. It's like, wow, that's a radical, bizarre, I don't want to do that concept. Yeah, but if you want to be children of your father in heaven, then you need to put yourself in a position where the Lord gets to remold you and change you. And I'm not talking just to you. Most of you know by now half of this is directly towards me. I mean, come on, right? It's like, really? But Lord, it's what you ask me to do, so I'll do it. It always reminds me of uh, Peter when when he was finished fishing and he got nothing out of it. <laughs> and Jesus goes, throws your, throw your net over on the right side. And the first thing you want to say is Peter's brother going, I know which side to put the net on. <laughs> I mean, you just know that there's something there. And yet he goes, okay, well, we've been fishing all night here and I uh, haven't got a thing. just want to thank you for that right there. But, uh, you know, because you asked me to, I will do it. And in that process of obedience and faith, Another blessing comes that none can anticipate. That's what Jesus is telling you and I. This is how we are supposed to be. This is how we're supposed to reflect the Father. This is how we're supposed to demonstrate. Which, and you're thinking, that's just radical. That could be the most radical teaching ever. Yes. Now you're getting close. You know what it really is? It's teaching from out of this world. Out of this world like Almost like heavenly-ish. Uh-huh. <laughs> now we're getting it. These are the things the Lord asks of us. Can't do it by yourself. Don't, don't, don't try. Ask him to help you to do the things that help you reflect that God is your Father and Jesus is your Lord. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Take a short break, then we'll come back. Don't go anywhere.
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Because what we're getting is this snapshot of Jesus, and there's a lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we say, but at no point should anybody ever lose what's going on here. And when we get into our Philippians teach tomorrow, you're going to see how very specific Christology, the study of Christ, fits into play on Jesus Christ being honored uh, above all and understanding how that this snapshot of Jesus plays into or leads us into the understanding of the superiority of Christ. Nobody else was fully God and fully man, period. And so nobody else can represent God to man or man to God. So in this situation, we get to see that Darius, he has a 12-year-old daughter. She's dying. Not uh, not good news. This woman who's got this bleeding issue, issue of blood, she comes up to Jesus, uh, touches him without saying anything. Jesus has restoration and healing for her in physical, social, and psychological aspects, which is just uh, wonderful if you think about how Jesus, Jesus cares about the whole person doesn't care about a part of a person. cares about every inch of you. If you're doing well physically, but you're not doing well psychologically, Jesus cares about that. If you're doing well psychologically and not doing well physically, Jesus cares about that. If you can't have contact with people and you feel like you're completely isolated, Jesus cares about that. 